So today is the day dedicated to the goddess Kushmanga. The name literally means that small in size power of warmth and creation of an egg. Kushmanga. And Goddess Kushmanga is the one who created the world out of the power of her smile. It is said that in the darkness, out of the darkness, Ma Kushmanga smiled. And the power of that smile brought about the cosmic egg from which all of creation came. And I love that. I love that because we all know the power of a smile. So many times we think, I want to help. I want to serve. I want to give something. But I have nothing. What can I give? What can I do? And Goddess Kushmanga reminds us of the power of the smile. All of creation created out of the power of a smile, a divine smile from which this cosmic egg and all of the world came. So next time that you feel stuck, that you feel down, that you feel helpless and hopeless. Allow yourself to smile. Not a fake smile. Doesn't have to be one of those really big, ha, ah, yeah, I'm not really happy, but I'm doing a fake smile type of thing. Even if it's just, just a little smile. But let it be real. Just a little bit of the lips turning up. Just a little bit of a smile within the self. And notice the way that it transforms how you feel. And then notice the way it transforms all of those around you. So Goddess Kushmanga reminds us of the power, the divine power of the smile. And she lives, she lives in Surya Lok, which is the realm of the sun, the realm of light. And it has, it has two very beautiful significances. First of all, when we think about the sun as light, it reminds us, of course, that where there is a smile, there's light. And whenever we feel stuck in darkness in our lives, just the simple act of a smile, the simple act of hope, the simple act of love, 
even just a little. As I said, it doesn't have to be a full face, full mouth grin. If you can do it, great. But even just a little. There's actually a wonderful psychological study that they did where they, they took volunteers and they didn't tell them anything that the study was about. But one group of volunteers, they had them hold a pencil between their teeth. So imagine, imagine that my finger is a pencil. And they told this first group of volunteers, take the pencil and hold it between your teeth like this. And they had to do that for, I forget how long, 30 seconds, a minute, maybe two minutes, a short period of time. Hold a pencil like this. And the other group of volunteers, they gave them the pencil and they told them to hold the pencil, not between their teeth, but between their lips like this. Okay, so group one had to hold the pencil like this. And group two had to hold the pencil like that with their lips. And after that, they gave the two groups a, a questionnaire about how they were feeling emotionally. And what they found was that the group of people who had to hold the pencil in their teeth like that, actually were significantly happier than the people who had to hold the pencil like this between their lips. And what the study shows, which I love so much, is this, this interaction between the brain, the chemicals, the electricity of the brain, and our emotions. You think, what are teeth and lips? What, what does it matter? Well, the teeth actually activate the same muscles in our face as when we smile and I go, there's a certain muscle group in my face that is activated to allow me to smile. That's the same muscle group that gets activated if I hold a pencil like this. And if I'm cranky and I'm grumpy and I pout and I go, like that. Those muscles that get activated when we do cranky, grumpy, sad, pouting face are the same muscles that get activated when you hold a pencil like that. And simply changing how we held the pencil was enough to make the brain think, ah, I must be happy. Those muscles were activated, I must be happy. Or, for those who held the pencil on their lips, like that, I must be sad. So, when we say, allow just a slight smile, never underestimate the power of a smile, even if you think, I'm just, just doing it. Allow it to become real. Goddess Kushmanga gives us this blessing of the ability to smile and to bring that smile to the darkness.
So whenever you feel in your life, in a place of darkness, a place of hopelessness, a place of depression, let a little smile come on your lips and notice the difference. Notice the power. And Goddess Kushmanga holds in one of her hands a japmala. And it is said that her japmala, in her japmala, in her rosary made of rudraksh beads, is the, the ability to grant the siddhis and the nidhis, the powers and the treasures. I won't go into all of this now, but it's said that there are eight siddhis, eight powers, and nine nidhis, nine treasures. And Goddess Kushmanga, in her japmala, has the power to grant these. And so it reminds us, number one, that in the power of a smile is everything. All the siddhis and all the niddhis, all the treasures that we want are in the power of a smile. But it also reminds us, do your japa, chant your mantra. The practice of japa the practice of chanting a mantra, a name of God, a mantra, a prayer, on a, on a mala, usually, usually of Rudraksh beads, sometimes of Tulsi beads, sometimes of other beads. But the power of doing that is one of the most powerful practices that we have in sadhana. So this this japmala of Ma Kushmanga reminds us the power of a smile. All the siddhis, eight siddhis, nine niddhis, eight powers, nine treasures. How? A smile. And reminds us, do your japa with a smile. So, as I was saying, she lives in Surya Lok, in the realm of light, because where there is a smile, there is light. But it also has another meaning, because Surya, the sun, is hot. And sometimes in our lives, we find ourselves in situations where we are dealing with people who are fiery dealing with people with fiery tempers, fiery personalities. When you feel like you're a little too close to the sun, that you're going to get burned. And it reminds us also that in those times of our lives where it gets a little too hot, a little too fiery, that power of a smile, that power of the ability, even where there is fire, where there is heat, can I smile? Can I find a smile? And this, this is something that today, 
both in spiritual teachings as well as in psychological teachings as well as in a lot of new age teachings there's so much emphasis on the power of gratitude a lot of us think first i'll become happy then i'll be grateful first i'll get what i want jo me chahti hun i will get it then i will be happy then i will be grateful but ma kushmanga this mother goddess on this fourth day of navaratri reminds us now to live in surya lok to live in the realm of heat and fire it's not about first someone put out the fire first things will get cool and better and peaceful then i will smile in the face of that fire in the face of that heat can i smile that is the power and that is the power that gives us the siddhis and the niddhis and in that surya lok when you find yourself in a place where you're dealing with fiery people fiery situations hot tempered people what's the answer japa chant your mantra do your japa and smile her her chakra her energy center is the heart center the anahat chakra as we did our meditation on this heart center is this beautiful center within us as i said of the unstruck sound we know we can make sound if i go like this that is the struck sound or if i hit the the ground makes a sound if i strike myself makes a sound the unstruck sound a lot of times when we meditate deeply we hear sounds that is the sound of the heart chakra that non reverberating non struck see if i do this it reverberates if i do this it reverberates but the sound of the heart chakra does not it is the sound that emanates from the energy within from that source within ourselves remember when we were meditating upon the swadhisthan chakra the second chakra we said that swa means self sthan means place so the swadhisthan chakra is that that energy center of the self and as we rise in the energy centers in the chakras as we rise in consciousness from that source of the self the energy of the self 
we tap into a sound. And that sound comes a lot of times within the heart chakra. And the heart chakra is also the power of commitment. When we love, when we really deeply love, there's a commitment. Not, not Masbudi say, not because I have to, but because we love. We know the power of love is this infinite power to accomplish anything, right? To achieve anything. So many of our beautiful stories, our scriptural stories, but also our, our historical stories, our epics, the stories that our great art is made of, opera, theater, poetry, literature, is the power of love. Because the power of love it's the greatest power on earth. And so as we connect with that, that heart chakra, know it as the power of deep love. A lot of times though we tragically, when we think about follow your heart, we think about it as following our desires. It is not the seat of desire. The anahat Chakra is not the seed of desires. We already, already dealt with the seed of desires in the Muldar Chakra. As we moved up into the Swadhisthan Chakra. So our heart chakra is the place of deep love. So when we talk about follow your heart, it's not about follow the fluctuations of desires. It's about follow that deep knowing of the heart. And today's ego, as we go through Navaratri and we go through nine different forms of the Mother Goddess, we also go through nine egos or nine aspects of the ego that we are invited to become free of with the power of the Shakti, the power of the Devi. And the ego today is Rakt Bij, which literally means the seed of blood. And it's a, it's a long story that I won't go into all the details of, but the demon, the demon of Rakt Bij was a demon where from even one drop of his blood, another demon would sprout. And so it was, it was impossible to kill him because any time anybody tried to kill him and his blood would sprout, would spout, demons would grow. So you couldn't kill him. But the Devi, the mother goddess, drank him up, literally. All of the blood, every time a drop of blood spouted out of him. Makhali drank it. And this was how he was finally vanquished, how he was finally conquered. 
was only through the power of the mother goddess. And that's why today we have the opportunity to become free of Rakt Beach, which is the, the demon, you can say, of never-ending desires. Because that's how desires are. From one sprout so many. One desire gives birth to so many. We think tragically, oh, if I just get this object of my desire, then I'll be happy, then I'll be peaceful, then I'll have fulfillment in life. But the sages and the saints and the rishis for thousands and thousands of years, long before we had Amazon, long before we had advertisements, long before we had social media, they were telling us, beware, beware the never-ending desires. In the same way that Rakt Bij, the demon, one drop of blood gave birth to more demons. One desire keeps giving birth to more desires. And so the only way to be free of it is not through fulfilling them. There's a very, very, very profound very deep, very powerful truth. The joy that we get when we fulfill a desire comes not from the fulfillment of the desire itself. This is very deep, so pay attention. The joy, the joy that we get as we fulfill a desire, as we attain, obtain that which we desire, the joy that we get is not actually from getting what we desired, but actually it is from the fact that in the moment we attain that, we no longer are desiring. So for example, let's say that I desire chocolate ice cream. And I think about it, and I think about it, and I want chocolate ice cream, I want chocolate ice cream. And I finally get it. As I'm having my chocolate ice cream, the joy that I'm experiencing, we attribute it, we think it's, oh, I'm so happy because of this chocolate ice cream. But actually, on a very deep level, the joy that I am experiencing is because in that moment I am free of the desire for chocolate ice cream. It is that freedom of the desire that actually brings joy. I desire a certain diamond necklace or I desire a new mobile phone, or I desire a certain job, or I desire a certain car, I finally get it. But I mistake and I think that this joy that I get from it actually comes from the car or the necklace, when actually the joy is coming from the fact that finally 
I am free of that desire. But here's the trick. It's only temporary. Because the minute that my chocolate ice cream is over, the minute that now I'm a little bored with my new car, the minute that I'm no longer so excited by my new necklace or my new bracelet or my new mobile phone, what happens? I have a new desire. Ah, now they've come out with number 12. I need that. Now they've come out with number 13. I need that. Now it's bigger, now it's better, now it's faster. New model. And this is how desires work. They breed more and more desires. It's the nature of the mind. And Ruck the Beej is also sometimes spoken about as the demon of endless thoughts. Because as thoughts breed the desires. Ah, if I just have that, then I'll be happy. If I just get that, then I'll be happy. The right car, the right job, then I'll be happy. And Ma, Ma Kushmanga today, and the Mother Goddess reminds us now, offer, offer your, your desires. Offer them to the Mother Goddess. Literally let her drink them up the only way. Offer them to her. Offer the mind, its thoughts, its desires, its constant yearning to her. And this is where we have that ability to smile. Because it's not the smile that comes from getting the object of my desire, but it's the smile that comes when I am finally free of the desires. Because the Mother Goddess is the one who gives us all of what we need. As we said, she gives us the eight siddhis, the eight powers, the nine niddhis, the nine treasures. She gives us everything. So what's a chocolate ice cream or a new job or a new car or a new necklace or a new house? or a new mobile compared to all the siddhis and all the niddhis. So we bow to her within us. And as we chant her mantra today, close your eyes with me. And allow just a, a gentle smile to come to your lips. And we chant, Om Devi Kushmangayai Namah Om Devi Kushmangayai Namah Om Devi Kushmangayai Namah Allow yourself to smile Om 
Devi, Kushmangayai Namah.